October 31, 2020. It's a lot from Pedro's show.
show last day of the month happy halloween everybody uh started with uh bass blues from john coltrane and then whoa who's making all that fucking noise way down in brazil <laughs> yeah you can guess people i'm not man alone because the wonders of the skype engineers in estonia i got the veras do limbo you gotta say do right because portugal portuguese yeah. Right. The uh, kind of, uh, I don't know, vermin of uh, in limbo. <laughs> I, I it's kind right. of uh, worms from limbo. Limbo yeah. from the but dirty we, book, you know? We could call all kinds of stuff vermin. We could call rats, worms, bugs, all kinds of shit. Down here as well, okay. the cops. 
they call vermis. Yeah, it's just stuff that lives off garbage, basura. That's it. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, you can hear them, right? Welcome aboard, guys. Galerio, Vincius, and Nick. Uh, they're a trio now. But I got to play. I played with these guys five years ago in um, Sao Paulo, and uh, they were only a duet. They're trio now, but we'll get to that. We started the show with bass blues from John Coltrane, and then, yeah, Menino from Vermes de Lumbo, from the new album. So, yeah. who wants to go first? Because I want to talk to you guys about your uh, music journeys separate. Well, you got the loudest voice. Oh, so yeah, you go first. What's your earliest uh, music recollection, please? Record collection? Well, no, 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 no. Memory. Oh, memory. Recollection, uh, yeah, it means, yeah. By the way, yeah. your English is very good, guys. Oh, okay. thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, first, thinking back, exactly. look, for, first from, thing you got to understand, it's the Watt from Pedro show. So, there's no hard questions and there's no wrong answers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, let's start, I, I think I start to... Pay attention in music from the radio and like Brazilian 80s music, like pop rock music. And well, after that, the skateboard in my life and, and like the, the, the music, like I, I was listening to uh, PIL when I started, like besides the Brazilian uh, bands, uh, PIL, Sex Pistols, uh, Ramones. Where, where, where uh, was this? Where, where was this? Was this Sao Paulo? No, it, that was in Cambé. It's uh, it's north? nearby Lombina, down south. Ah, from south, Cambé. south. Okay. It's another okay. state. And I'm and I'm curious. So it's co close to uh, uh, Argentina, Paraguay, Uruguay. Yeah, closer than São Paulo. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, Paraná, the state, uh, it's named by uh, the river. They are, that's a huge river, the river Paraná, okay. that cross Brazil, Argentina, and okay. also Paraguay, if I'm not wrong. Okay. Uh, in the house you grew up, was there instruments, musical instruments? <laughs> no, no. My, my father, he used to play, he used to play accordion, but... Uh, but he quit, and after that, he, uh, I think he went a little bit with like guitar. But in my home, we didn't have any okay. instrument. What about my what about, my father what about used it? to have like a tambourine, and the other one used to have like a broken guitar. <laughs> but that was it. Yeah, it's hard to play a broken guitar. What about at school? Were you in the choir or the marching band or shit like that? Man, here we don't have that in school. It's crazy. We don't have arts and music in school. Okay, okay. I'm just uh, curious. I'm just curious. Yeah. I, I ask yeah. everybody this because I'm curious yeah. about how... You, well, how did you get on your instrument? Well, uh, in the street I used to live, like one started to play guitar, the other one started to play guitar, and... I realized that these guys will need a drummer, so <laughs> I started to play the drums. Ah, how? How did you? Uh, your parents buy you well, a drum I, set? I had like, I had like two months of like uh, a guy like class from this guy, and that was it. Then I no, got no, my no. Drum. I'm curious. How did you get a drum set? Oh, uh, I got a second hand from Christmas. My father gave it to me. Ah. <laughs> there was. Now was there uh, was it a deal like this? I'll get you this drum set, but you gotta take lessons. 
No, I just then my brother start to play guitar and we start to play together and so you that, took, you, you took no beginning. lessons. You, you're all self-taught. Yeah, kind of. Okay, that's good. That's not a bad thing. Uh, what was the first record you bought for yourself? I bought for myself. Well, the first one that I asked for. <laughs> no, no, no. I want to know when you spend your own money because, right, when oh, you're young, you don't money. have much the money. First, uh, oh, man. I remember mine. I don't remember, actually. Okay, I remember that's, the first that's cool. I asked, but they spend money. I used to... Don't, don't worry to, about it. Don't worry about it. Like I said, no hard oh, questions, no, some, no wrong uh, answers. A Brazilian band that I used to, I like a lot, and it's called The Fala from the 80s. What about the first uh, what about the first gig you went to? The first gig was near my neighborhood. There was those guys like from the, this town I was from, and they were playing Brazilian rock and roll music. And that was my first gig. And from that moment on, I was like hooked with... Turn that with, fucking like, phone out. I, I want to play. I want to have a band. That was it. Okay. And I was lucky to have my brother, I, I, I younger, like a year and a half younger than me, and he started to play guitar. So that was like our school. We used to just jam and made sure. it up music <laughs> together. Right, right away, start writing your own songs. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's because, great. Like, when I told you, like, uh, I decided to, to play the drums because all those guys in my street, they were playing guitar. But the first time I got with them to play, they told me, oh, you're not for, uh, no, no, you, you don't belong. You, you have to, uh, uh, to keep playing that way or this way. I said, oh, fuck off. I, I, I'm going to write my songs. And so I used to write the lyrics, write like the notes, give to another friend, and they play the, the notes and sing, and I go to the, I play the drums. <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. I want to play uh, Fofolka.
Money slaloms through the fingers, American spirits, guitars and strings, ever clear, once hash. Now more books, records, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, cholesterol, blood work, gym membership, a strange obsession with shoes and pants, accumulations of black t-shirts, tattoos, heat pump, gutters. There is no rest from the consuming feast. They come in the mail, obsessively, minimum payment, telling me to stay in touch until death do us part together forever. There is no need to sink to our knees and plead. 
show that was for Foca for Veris de Lobo Limbo sorry my after that with the demo of Black Crow Red Sun brand new record uh, Sticks not the band from Chicago but uh, uh, nephew Alex and a guy named Pavel from Russia Cycle 3 The Sun's brand new featuring Jerusalem in my heart tune called Breathe guided by voices after that Angelic Weirdness uh, Johnny Mark and the Rex with the late, great Frankie Young. We raise a little hell. Model home from D.C., Jungle Tate. See what happens in D.C. in a couple days. Phil Venable with some poems. He's doing poems now out of North Carolina. This Bills. Bills is what you got to pay, right? Golden Ghost from England. I think Darby. We are not lost. The Hellbians, England, too, out of Brighton. English music, a a degenerator. That's terrible, fantastic. Also, Brighton, Day Glow Explode, Super Infinite, Brother Carl. And then from England, but in the 60s, early electronic music, Harper Roos, St. George with shock chords. And finally, Jazz Moore, Jazz Baffle from Behrman's Da Limbo, Sovincius, the bass man. What's your uh, earliest? Music re- uh, recollection, please. Memory. Uh, Brazilian music uh, likes uh, uh, Mutantes and Pedro Santos, uh, Secos e Molhados. So you're talking about like hearing records at your pad? Or the radio? I start uh, to listen in, on the radio and uh, my father has a, a tapes uh, of a New Young and, and songs like that. Oh, you're talking like cassette tapes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, when I was younger, eight track. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was uh, pretty young. And, no, I'm talking about when I was young. When I was young, they had eight tracks. You couldn't record on them. You just played. And, and what? Now, how'd you get on the bass? Uh, because uh, I, my brothers uh, play with me others' int- instruments and and the bass. Uh, was the one left over for you? Uh, yes, 
All the other instruments were taken. Yeah, the only one left. Okay, so yeah. so so where you grew right, up? Right. Where you grew up? Your brothers they were playing. You grew up in a house of music. People were playing music. No, only friends. Ah, friends. I understand. I, I said brothers, but uh, it's uh, my my best friend. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And uh, yeah, they needed a bass man, right? In the old days, it was like that. No one wanted to rock the fucking bass. <laughs> Nowadays, though, a lot more younger people want to rock the bass. I've I, I yeah. noticed there's a change. So what was the first record you bought for yourself with your own money? Uh, it's a Pixies Suffer Hosa. Pixies. Charlie. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good band. Good record. And uh, can you remember your first gig you went and saw? Yeah, I I play with my first band. No, no, no. audience. Ah, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Cholera. It's a punk rock band from Brazil, eighties. Okay. Uh, Hardcore. Cholera. Hardcore. Yes. Okay. Now, what was the first bass you got? The one he still have today. Okay, that, that that Fender P, Fender Precision Bass, right? Yeah, yes. It's a good one. It's a good one. We we got a saying here: if it works, don't fix it. Yeah. And how did you get it? How did you get it? Was it a Christmas present like a Guillermo? Uh, no, uh, I'm changed with uh, other instrument and uh, more money. Oh, you traded? What did you yeah. trade? What did you trade? Yeah, I skateboard. A skateboard, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's great. Great. And uh, now you are playing with your buddies because uh, uh, did you write your own songs? Were, were you like Guillermo, you know, writing songs right away? Or were you trying to copy off records like me and D. Boone when we were young? Ah, ele está, é, ele está perguntando se você começou, é, se você compunha ou se você começou a fazer cover. Ah, uh, no, no, I'm start to compose because I'm my tech, technique is not so good to to play cover and uh, I'm start to to create my music. Ah, great. That's a great idea. You know, why 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 do you have to copy? You know, we were so stupid, but it was the 70s. It was terrible. Okay, Nick, what's your earliest music memory, please? I remember going to, like, I, when I grew up, my, my parents were separated. So I'd go to my dad's place on, like, every other weekend. And he had, a, like, a really good hi-fi set up in his front room. And I just remember, you know, he just, and he was really into, like, American rock at the time so we play a lot of different stuff but the one i really love was edgar winter white trash sure that just, that's a band that, he had with his brother johnny yeah that just like made a big impression on me when i was really young i thought that was pretty that, cool that, that record was pretty are you talking about the live one no the studio one okay because there was a live white trash record that was really but that was like in the 70s before you were yeah. born <laughs> Exactly. I was a, I I was was a, a teenager when that thing came out. It had Rick Derringer and uh, Rick 
Hartman on the bass. Man, it's kind of got the bass solos. It has it, and, and like White Trash, that first track, give it, give, yeah. give it everything. Well, on the live it. one, they the one 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 whole side was Tobacco Road. They had this big old version of Tobacco Road. That's, uh, yeah, that's, it was. Uh, anyway, I just thought that was crazy. I loved that. Yeah, no, no, that's some old timey rock. Well, not real old timey, not Little Richard, Jerry Lee Lewis, but that's some oh, seventy. Yeah. That's some seventies blues rock. Yeah. It, very interesting. So you think this had an influence? Well, how'd you get on the guitar? Uh, that kind of came later at school. By by the time I was like a teenager, I was really into uh, like psychobilly bands in London because I grew up in London. Yeah, near, I, I detected near Hammersmith. And uh, in, in Hammersmith, there was a place called the Clarendon Hotel, which doesn't exist anymore. It's been demolished. It's now like business center, but but we used to go there as kind of as teenagers on Saturday nights, and they'd have like the meteors and frenzy and demented Argo and guana bats and all these psychobilly bands, and and we were just really into that, and that that made me want to kind of get a semi-acoustic guitar and and be like them. You know, and, they, uh, they they say maybe the first psychobilly band was Cramps. Yeah, sure, Cramps. I, I saw the Cramps. Uh, Hammersmith Palais back so, in that so I, I, uh, Ivy, huh? Ivy, Ivy the, the guitar lady. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great band, uh, Crab's great band. They had the, an, another cat too at first, right? Brian Gregory, but something he disappeared, yeah. But that, that, that first record, the songs the Lord taught us, yeah, huge. Huge with us to uh, Garbage Man, Human Fly, great yeah, stuff. Yeah, amazing, amazing great stuff. stuff. So, uh, what was the first record you bought with your own money? So that was, I remember we used to, you know, have um, singles, 45. Sure. And, um, and I used to go every weekend and, and, and buy one of those for 99p. And uh, the first one I ever bought was the Specials. Ghost Town. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T t twin Tone, I think they call that label. Yeah, Two Tone. Two -tone. Two -tone. Yeah, Scott. Scott. Yeah, Scott. Okay. So and what was, what was the first gig you went and saw? So the first gig, this is this is my dad as, as well. He's like, he took me to see Meatloaf. Okay. When I, when I was like, I must have been eight, I think. That's and okay. And it was like. It's kind of bat out of hell, dead ringer tour. He was well, you doing. know, you know, you know what movie he was in, right? Rocky Horror. That's right. They end up eating him. They chow him <laughs> on a fucking table. Yeah. His name's that's, Eddie. That's the best scene in the film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good movie. That movie was really heavy with the punk that scene. It's really fucking weird. Yeah, I, watched, yeah. I, watched I want to tell you, yeah. up in Hollywood and in, in the punk scene in the seventies. Yeah, no. My sister, my sister went and took me to a Rocky Horror Picture Show at the Tiffany, and a lot of the people I saw in the first days of the scene were at that thing. They come every weekend. They knew all the words. They throw toast. Yeah, no, I mean we had we had that. In, like, I had a girlfriend who was one of those Rocky Horror fiends, so that's how I discovered it. I went yeah. along with her to, this, to one of these Rocky Horror shows, <laughs> and it was crazy. I, Whoa, it's totally crazy. But I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it had big consequence over here because it was early days of our punk scene yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so we uh 
fed into that, didn't we? Yeah, it was we, mad. We, we owe uh, a lot to those cats for coming out of that. I guess it was written in the 50s. You can kind of tell by the music, but they, they couldn't put it on because it was so strange. Yeah. yeah. It's such a weird and, film. And, I watched and, it and you're right. Recently. In England, it got famous first, and then it came over back to the U.S. Yeah. But it was actually done here, but you couldn't put it on because Square John's being so fucking uptight about it. Uh, so, so that's interesting. Uh, we're, we're we're coming out, uh, running out of time on the first hour, but I gotta find. Well, the first uh, two guys that get together is uh, Guillermo and Vincius, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. You are the guys that I, I I met. What's the name of that club? Uh, Ungar. Say it again. Ungar Centro Days. Ungar. Okay. Like Ungar. Ungar. Okay, okay. Look, so we're at the end of the first hour, uh, October 31, 2020, Dishwap Pedro Show. Special guest, Vermes de Dolimbo. Hold tight for hour two. October 31, 2020, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
around your foreign body I am orbit Along
start off the second hour with uh, Sanya Novo, Vermis de Limbo, New Blood. Maybe this is the story of them going from duet to trio. Sam Bennett after that with Whole Bag of Raw. Samuel Lockward, Fallen Sensation, The Human Hearts, Soft Gamma Repeater. Thor Harris and Rob Halverson, Valley of the Giants. Thor played for a while in uh, the Swans. And then Foy Asim Vermis de Limbo. So, this band, I got to tell the listeners out there, this band, you know, five years ago, me and my missing man got invited to play. It was trippy. It was like gigs for Converse tennis shoes. But yeah. you know, I've worn, worn these things since I was a boy, so it wasn't jive. I mean, I really do wear them. And I did way before I heard about this gig. But anyway, any chance to play Brazil, I'm going to go for it. I've got to do it three times, twice with Stooges and once with missing men. And when I did with the missing men, I got to pl- uh, share the stage with Vermis. Limbo, and they were a duet. So Guillermo and uh, Vinicius, how did you, how did you guys meet? Well, we met uh, because of the skateboard. We used to ride skateboard, and that was when we were around twelve. Well, you must have moved, right? You moved up to Sao Paulo. No, no, we moved to Sao Paulo. I think. 15 years ago or something like that. Ah, so he's from the same town you are. Okay. Yeah, like next town. Okay. And so, so you guys started skating. Yeah. Okay. And then from skating, it was just natural. It, yeah, you, you're on the drums, you're on the bass, and you said bye-bye, yeah, bye-bye to your brother. And we, me and Vinicius, we went to live together and in a town for, for uh, study things and college, a university, sorry. And yeah, roommates. So, yeah, and we start to play <laughs> because I used to play and I knew he was playing, so we just like moved together and start to play together since since that time. Now, now, did you start the band right away? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And where'd you get the name? Well, the name was kind of like we're playing each other, like playing like. Uh, swearing to each, each other, like, and we ended up with this name, <laughs> like, oh, you fucking vermi, or you're vermi from somewhere, and oh, you're vermi the limbo, and that's how the name, we ended up with the name. Okay, tell me about the first gig. Our first gig, well, was in someone's house. Of, that's still a gig, uh, we call that a house party. Yeah, there was a house party. That was our first gig during, I think that was 96. Now, so we did our first gig. Now, now, how was it? Was it scary for you? Well, how were you feeling? Uh, I think we are, we are like, uh, I was feeling well. I think Vinicius as well was feeling fine to do it. We're not like, we are just like having having fun at the yeah. time, and did you that was a, it. a lot of mistakes? And, no mistakes. Perfect gig. Perfect playing. Nah, I mean, I don't remember. Okay, uh, we, we were like show. yeah, because we were living together and we were playing like every morning. So we are actually also doing our compositions, but also like improvising between them, and so. That was like... But I'm curious, doing practice and doing a gig, to me, they're two different worlds. I mean, you have to do practice, but gigs are scary. Yeah. Anyway, why did you say... You know, most bands, 
Well, you ended up a trio, but why? Why for so long were you only two pieces? Well, we had we had a guitar player. Oh, you did way back. No, no, back then. Back like '96, we started as a duo. But uh, when we moved from that town to Lond back to Londrina, the place like we used to live, and then there was Fujita was a guitar player that used to play with Vinicius. So uh, he started to play with us as well. And we played with him for a long time till the, the day he left to Japan. <laughs> okay, okay. Why, was that his home country? No, he's Japanese, but he went there to spend some time and spent like 10 years there. Okay, okay. So when he got back, we, we finished that, the record we gave to you. Oh yeah, at the gig. Yeah. yeah. So that that record was with Fujita as well, uh, but we we did. Then after that, he went back to his place, and we kept here in São Paulo doing our thing. And Nick was always around. We used to play together in another band, and so we're a trio now. Uh, I want to play here, Verdade. Uh, Thank you. 
spreading lies and false news stories and wiretapping while taking money from illegal campaign contributions. President Nixon approved the hush money while Attorney General John Mitchell and others committed perjury. 26 of Nixon's associates went to jail, including Mitchell. August 9, 1974, Nixon resigns. Gerald Ford, who replaced Agnew, pardoned Nixon. 1981-1989, Ronald Reagan's Republican president. The HUD rigging scandal. The Housing and Urban Development Department has been used by the Republicans as a money-making scandal during the administrations of Reagan and Bush. The Republicans received large fees for helping wealthy clients with HUD contracts. Low-income housing contracts were rigged to benefit Republican Party contributors, lobbyists, and candidate members like James Watts. The Iran-Contra affair scandal. Reagan administration illegally sold weapons to Iran in hopes of freeing hostages in Lebanon. Money from the arms sales were secretly used to supply the Contras in Nicaragua with military aid. National Security Advisors Robert McFarland pleaded guilty of obstruction and Rear Admiral John Poindexter resigned. Reagan forgot everything that happened. George Bush pardoned him. Other investigations of Reagan officials included Attorney General Edward Meese, who resigned because of allegations of corrupt contract awarding to GOP donators. The Republicans sure seem to have a lot of Attorney Generals doing illegal happenings. Over 100 Reagan officials resigned or were fired. Oh, scandal. Guilty and corrupt. Enemy of the people. Greedy and corrupt. Guilty of the scandal. Guilty and corrupt. Enemy of the people. Greedy and corrupt. Scandalicious. 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 Scandalicious.
What, for Pedro's show? Yeah. Verdana. They're Mr. Limbo. Then Bad Sam with Looking Back. I think they're Welsh, man. Are you a cop with good times? Scandalicious from Lunatics on Parole. Retrace from Thoo. The Reflection of Minor Neurons. Hi, Maya. Uh, Alan uh, Ravenstein. This is in that band. I got talked to him yesterday. And then finally, Lamento. They're Mr. Limbo. So, I, I, when did you get Nick in the band? Well, my my recollection of it is I, I just got back to Brazil in 2018, and it was about two days before the launch party of, of that album, The Soul My School. Yeah, the, that's the album before the, one, the, the newest one. So, the, yeah, the album before this one. And they asked me to play guitar, join them for guitar. And they had this show, like a really nice show lined up at this theater called Centro da Terra, like Center of the Earth. It's a really cool theater. And a lot of, and the kind of record had grown. It's got a lot of participation, different people involved. And I just remember having to learn really quickly the <laughs> whole thing. And then kind of like being on stage and playing it. And then it was kind of, that was it. They, we never like said, hey, do you want to play? Or they just never let me not play. Anyway. <laughs> now, now, a lot of these songs that were on the records, did they have guitar in them? Yeah, so it's Fujita's guitar that I had to oh, then... Oh, okay, so you had to learn that, his parts. Yeah, I had to then learn his part. Well, but I couldn't learn his parts because they're, they're quite unique. Yeah, so I made right. them my own and kind of changed it. And then, the, and then it was nice. Then the album took on a kind of live... So, so in a way, you uh, kind of interpreted it. Yeah, and we went on then doing a whole series of live shows, which was based on the album, but it was much freer. You know than that so it kind of took on a life of its own and then that just sort of evolved naturally into recording this album um, yeah but this record this is you from the get-go right this is me but it's also got a uh, participation of uh kiko denucci, kiko denucci who's a, a, a really really great talented san paulo guitarist as well and that's a different session and then somehow we just put everything together <laughs> kind of as to make the it just seemed to make sense to mix these two sessions into one album so the so, sessions so, uh the guitar players from each session they wrote their own parts you and uh kiko yeah 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 yeah, yeah. okay so the consistent thing was uh guillermo vincius yeah it's okay. always the two of them do you play element. the you play the tunes now that Kiko did, right? No, we've not done. We've not played this live. Yet oh, because oh I don't, well, I don't know. You know, you have to tell me when yeah, I get, when I get this mind like, reading uh, thing fixed. I didn't know that you haven't played this for people yet. Oh, yeah, not yet. I don't even remember how to play it anymore. <laughs> those songs. <laughs> would, would you, do you have plans? Well, there's no real gigs, right? Yeah, no gigs. Yeah, no gigs around here yet. Yeah, same with us. Well, you could do them like over uh, online and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, but, but curious. Uh, two sessions in how long were each session? Was it just a day? Uh, yeah, we did like the the one session in a studio called Casa Azul. Yeah. A friend invited us. We spent like half a day. Yeah. No, not even that because like we had like I think four or five like songs like set prepared to record. And the rest of it was like, just let's play and see how it goes. Like jam, improvise. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. that was a day. Yeah, your band is very adventurous about that. I really like that. We're at the end of the second hour, October 31, 2020, the Swat Pedro Show. Special guest, 
Rams to Limbo. Hold tight for hour three. October 31, 2020 is the third hour of the Watt for Pedro show. Thank you. 
Watt from Pedro Show. We started the third hour off with a tune from uh, Vermis Dolimbo de, de, de from the new album. This reminds me when I got to, well, over in the U.S., they called it the evil one, Rocky Erickson, right? But the one yeah. they had in England, it had these letters that were like alien. So I didn't know how to say it. And uh, that's kind of like this title. I don't know how to say it because they use symbols. <laughs> uh, they said they were trying to describe the music. So there's like a le uh, greater than, then a hyphen, less than, a backslash, straight up and a slash. But anyway, it's beautiful music. I love it. After that was Waste of Space, The Lost Tapes uh, Zero One, from Crane's little uh, archive there. Bronze Age uh, UFO out of uh, Baltimore with Alice Krupier, not Cooper, but Krupier. And then uh, Fuzkina from Vermis de Limbo. So, uh, why was there two sessions for the album? Why? Nick, yeah, because uh, Nick, Nick wasn't in the band yet? Nick, no, no, because like the, 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 the session with the other guitar player, we did like, I think was 2017. And there was a thing like I did like, we did it like in the afternoon at my place and like, and well, in the end, there was like in a pause for a while. And I start to remix it and see how it like work and cutting and editing. And then we did the, the session in a proper studio and we just had like two albums and we, we decided to put it together. So that was yeah, a but, new thing for me. <laughs> well, yeah, because Nick wasn't involved with the first session, right? Yeah. The, yeah. And the, the second session he was like in the second session we did like in 2019. Now, with Kiko at the second session? Kiko was the first session. Yeah, but he wasn't at the second one. No, no. no. Okay, okay. So you guys, have you ever played together, Nick, you and Kiko? Uh, no. No, we haven't. Uh, with the band, uh, Kiko's band, we played. With yeah, we, we played once with his band. You mean Kiko, like you, you, you shared this... Any any live gig with Kiko? Well, we just like you we play... recorded like an uh, what was a thing like afternoon. Let's get together and record it and see what happened. That was it. I think there's <laughs> also like the idea of putting the stuff together was when we do get to play this live. It'd be great to bring everyone together, have oh, Kiko yeah. take part, and, and yeah, then... because otherwise, <laughs> otherwise. You got to learn his parts, or what you're going to do, like with the Fuchita and, and interpret and make up your own parts. Yeah, probably. I mean, I, I'm the kind of thing is also like we, we go, we, we've done quite a lot of shows where we just almost just improvise the whole show, you know. Sometimes it just goes off in a, in a different direction. Um, so there's not like a lot of a huge pressure to to like really learn like you know oh we're gonna play this track now and sometimes the bass and the drums are just so tight and they they kind of go into their own thing that then you're kind of just free as a guitarist to to improvise and feel your way around that so 
So in that sense, it's quite different to the the recordings that are more like just a a moment of like what happened then and there. But the shows are kind of different, I would say. Kind of a document. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's, like, like it's quite, a, 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 here's what happened. Instead of like like the traditional way is you get together these like uh, compositions and. You know, you kind of put them together in a studio. What you guys do is you get a performance going, and the studio experience is actually capturing that experience. Exactly. Yeah. I like that. That's kind of closer to what those uh, bebop guys were doing in the 40s and 50s. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they would take a standard and and, and go from there and, and trip it out and make it all whack, right? Or sometimes they just start with, you know, like you guys, jamming. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's really interesting, you know, because uh, if you think about it, rock and roll was always about songs. Yeah. But why does music have to be just songs? Why can't music just be rhythm? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you guys. Make, even, you so, make, even more so, something I've I've I think about here in in some playing gigs in some power is like a lot of the venues are really shit. Like they have no equipment. You take your own stuff. They have a broken PA. Sometimes they don't even have a PA. You know, you never, you never know what you're going to be dealing with. So in that sense, the more prepared you are to to just go with the the, the mood and the and the energy of the the people and the place, the better it is. Otherwise, you just get frustrated. So we we work with what you what we got. Yeah, you have to just you have <laughs> no, to just no, show no. Up I, 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 I think I know exactly what you're saying because that's kind of one of the fundamental things of the philosophy we jam Econo. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. With you work with what you have. You don't make expectations that are like ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, if we turned up thinking we're going to play this record perfectly, that's not going to happen. So, forget it. And it's, also, it's, it's, I think it's not our natural, you know. Sure, sure, it's, sure. I, I I understand. I understand it. It makes good sense. Why Why try to be fake? Why not be what you yeah. are? Yeah. Okay. I want to play uh, <laughs> hip hop, grind pop.
for Pedro Show. Last music for this dish. Hip hop, grind pop. Mermaid's del Limbo. Yeah, it's so funny. We were just talking about how, you know, jamming and being in the moment and then kind of making fun of the song format. And then the hawk with Too High out of Iowa City. And finally, Vem Ver Menos. Vermis del Limbo. And uh, I think you guys made a great record. And it's got, a, it's really got a good feel. And you know, I got. You know, I know you guys a little more than just the record because I saw you play live. Now, I didn't get to see you with Nick yet, and I didn't see you with Fut- Fujita, but I did see you two. I mean, Guillermo. Yeah. And I really like the spirit you had. I like the way you communicate. It's not like, hey, I'll see you at the finish line. You guys really no, come that, together that's, to play. That's, I think we, we need to, to happen. Like, we need to change, like, uh, have a little chat between the songs, you know, to understand and say, oh, hey, now we're going to move. Because sometimes we, we stand more like the, well, things and say, oh, all right, now let's turn. So we have to talk between <laughs> the songs. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, whatever you do, you have to do because it's you. Where can people find you on the internet? Well, we got Bandcamp. Okay, well, tell people. So, you know, I want people to find out about you. Spell it out, please. URL. Yeah, it's Vermes do Limbo. And people, that's uh, v- com. Yeah, but to, they might not know how to spell that, okay? V-E-R-M-E-S-D-O-L-I-M-B-O dot bandcamp dot com, people. Go there and yeah. check them out. This is a great band. They've got s- several releases. But uh, I, actually, I'm, I can't wait to hear the next one. Because the next one, it's just going to be you three guys, right? Yeah. Please please get it to me and then come back on the show and let's talk about it. And we are talking about to do it soon. <laughs> well, as soon as you can. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You come back on the Watford Pedro show and we can talk about it and listen to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Thanks so much. I really, really appreciate you guys coming aboard. And, uh, you know, kick up much dust. People, it's been the October 31st, 2020 edition of Watt Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.